Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Is CM Punk worth it? Yeah, he is. Let's roll the credits. That has done. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen at DAD. AEW Collision has just had its debut episode. We watched it with you all on the live reactions. And now we're here to give a bit more of a deeper dive into the segment and the existential questions it raises about AEW's life choices. Give us a subscribe. <laughs> Press the thumbs up button. Leave a comment down below with what you thought of the episode in CM Punk's return. And send in your CMDMs or Omega Chats to WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them over five US dollars before the end of the show. Should we just do a quick recap of what CM Punk said before we do the, I, is I, I he worth so. it? Yeah, I, I think we open up this podcast episode uh, by going over the opening promo. Because Punk opened the show and kind of I think there's sort of a few key points to hit here. Obviously, he uh, made allusions to the Bucks. It, it's also worth remembering that reportedly, allegedly, he's not allowed to talk about them. Mm. Uh, and, and in the same way, the Bucks and Kenny Omega are not allowed to talk about him in public and things like that because there's various NDAs and legal letters and things like that. Uh, and that's why Paige is in the ESPN article because Paige is not listed because Paige wasn't part of the fight. Yeah. So he was allowed to talk about Hangman Page. So he found a very clever way in this opening promo here to allude to the young bucks yeah the the clever way was um he he started off the promo by just saying i'm tired of being nice and then he started to give effectively his ideology of the wrestling business yeah very much like his first promo when he came back on that rampage episode was i am back in professional wrestling because i love the business of professional mm -hmm. wrestling mm -hmm. But business can mean many things, can't it? Can be mean it can mean the art form. You know, people say the movie biz, showbiz. They're not saying, oh yeah, the the numbers the and numbers, stuff. Yeah. They're talking about the creativity and, and the art form uh, and just the general vibe and thrill of it all. Uh, I feel like what now now he's being quite Machiavellian in saying, 
oh, but I'm talking about the business, which means working with people to make money, brother. It, I mean, he name dropped David Zaslav mm. in this promo segment. Like that is business. That's where that's where the whole argument falls down a bit for me. Anyway, just to go back to the start. He says, this is the pro wrestling business for grown-ups, implying that he is the grown-up. He has been to WWE, whereas the elite, Paige, Omega, the Bucks, they are not grown-ups. They behave like kids. Yeah, well, I think I think it's less of I've been to WWE and more of a I don't talk to dirt sheets. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I think that's more because that's one of his the big bees in his bonnet, isn't it? Is that the, you know because um, reportedly the whole reason this kicked off is because Paige was under the impression that Punk had got Cabana fired when the reality is that Cabana had just been moved to Ring of Honor for whatever reason he wasn't re-signed to AEW was just moved across to Ring of Honor instead and the dirt sheets had reported that it was because Punk wanted him out because Punk and Cabana do not get on. And so Paige, being friends with Cabana, he took that person mm. uh, and he had that line in the promo. And that's what Punk was talking about in his uh, in the press conference was talking to the dirt sheets and stuff in that ESP article talks about talking to the dirt sheets and stuff and, you know, and, and leaking things to the press. Yeah. Which is what a child would do as opposed to <laughs> grown up CM Punk, a man who is always taken to the higher road on, <laughs> on everything. Um, so he he then he then sorts of makes everyone cheering for him complicit by <laughs> by saying, uh, well, you know, thank you everyone who's cheering me, who loves me. Uh, you, I'm here because of smart professional wrestling fans like you. Again, saying. I, we, you know, we 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 know. get it. We, we know get because it. we're we're grown ups. Right? Yeah, it's uh, we grow we're grown ups and we love this business. He is a cult leader. Like you got to remember, that's always Punk's appeal. Cult of personality. The cult of personality. He has this hypnotizing quality about him when he speaks on the mic, and I'm frequently under its spell. And I was under his spell for a lot here, but I can also step out of my own head and say, well, I can see exactly what he's doing here. This is this is cult 101. You're getting everyone on your side against the other people. I said on the live stream reactions, he's magic. Yeah. I've I've always had this thing with Punk, which is that like particularly when he stepped away and he was gone for seven years, and he I know then you know, we all had the big LOL at his UFC run and things like that, and he became this sort of a very bitter man who just sort of seemed to hate professional wrestling and hated professional wrestling fans mm. and and you know, and I and I took that personally. And then I'd, I would hear a CM Punk promo on a podcast, and I was like, oh, he's the best. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. I wish he'd come back. And then he came back, and I was like, oh, he is the best. And then Brawl Out happened, and I, I'm, I've got no skin in this game. I've, I've not picked a side. I think everyone is, is as bad as each other in, in all of this. But he came out on this, and I've kind of like been going into Collision being like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what's going to happen. I'll see you know, what will happen with Collision. I'll see what the main event's like. I'll see what he has to say on the promo. I've not been excited about mm. the show. Second he came out, the mm-hmm. second he picked up a mic, I was like, oh no, this is the best TV show yeah. in professional wrestling and uh, that man is magic. I would say even, so he then, you know, finishes the promo, goes away, and we have an hour and a quarter of a great wrestling show. I'm loving the wrestling. I'm like, this is such a good first episode of a program. And then he comes back out for the trio's main event. 
I'm like, oh god, it, elev- it shoots right back up again. He has such a star presence. Um, but then he talks about you know the, the loving him, your smart professional wrestling fans. Uh, my mere presence makes people uncomfortable though because I'm uncompromising because I am the truth. Uh, and this starts from the crowd. F the elite chance. Only the once did this mm-hmm. break out. <clears throat> they booed the elite later on. Mm-hmm. He never says the elite, but you know, he's heavily insinuating. Um, and then, yeah, this is the part when he says, because he's referencing signs in the crowd of different versions of his name. Uh, Pepsi Phil. Pepsi Phil. CM Junk. Yeah, that guy was trying to get his CM Junk sign over in the main event by just walking back and forth across the hard cam. And, and the crowd end up chanting, F your sign. Mm-hmm. And then Punk says, well, David Zaslov calls me Big Bill or One, one Bill Phil. One Bill Phil. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, he's he makes money. Yeah. He is the headline attraction you can, for your show. You can call me whatever you want. You can have any reaction to me, whatever you want. I don't care. Because there's one man that matters in here, and he's the man at the top of this food chain. Mm. And that's David Zaslov, who's the head of Warner Brothers Discovery. Mm-hmm. To CM Punk, his opinion's the only one that matters. And David Zaslov says, he's money, build an entire show around him. Yeah. I, 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 the, you know, it's a good line. You know, it's that sort of peek behind the curtain. <gasps> he said such a corporate name. Um, I'm sure David Zaslov loved it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, like the <clears throat> the peek behind the curtain of the pro wrestling business. And it's all about the TV rights negotiations and collision as a new show. But it, to, to say at one part, to, to mention, to name drop Joe Strummer, right? And say, Joe Strummer taught me these things, anti-authoritarian, I'm the truth. And then to say, yeah, but, you know, like it doesn't actually matter who's wrong or right because the, the most corporate suit possible thinks I'm all right. I th- those two bits uh, are yeah. contradictory to me. I, I, I agree, particularly like right at the end of the promo, when he goes up the ramp as well, this is all off mic stuff. He shouts down the camera. I found this out on Twitter later because mm. we didn't hear it. He shouts down the camera. I'm not here to chase stars. I am a star. Like mm. it, it's almost, I, I'm so curious now to see what next week's fill is because this is first episode back CM Punk, but also it's in Chicago, mm. CM Punk. So he's always going to get that huge baby face reaction in Chicago. It's next week, I think it's going to be the really interesting of is this the CM Punk character, this deluded narcissist, mm-hmm. this guy who thinks he is above the company? Because the other thing we haven't mentioned actually, and I think one of the things that hasn't really been brought up a lot. He takes off the AEW logo of the microphone. Good point. So he has the microphone in his hand with the AEW like you know square around it. He takes that off. Is he? Is this the character? Mm. This is the new version, the next level of CM Punk, and that could also tie into the other part of this promo, which is he says he's still the world champion. Yeah, you have a baby face come out and say, "Hey, I can't help but notice when you cut that promo, you remove that AEW logo, and that's how you bring it back up." If they do that, then I think this is a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I'll reserve judgment, but I do feel as though... Well, what, I, what, I, what I think... I didn't know what I wanted. Right? Mm-hmm. And now I've seen what's happened. I think I realized what I wanted, and that was for everyone to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
and yeah. it's been nine, ten months, and I was hoping that more ha more progress had been made. And what happened here was a very good promo, very well delivered. It's CM Punk, happy he's back. But it came across very petulantly to mm -hmm. me as well. And it feels like absolutely nothing has been resolved. If he's not going to be a heel like you just outlined, which I think is really cool, but I feel like he's going to be a face. I, 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 you know, it makes me a bit worried for the, the company because I don't think yeah. you're going to... Sure, you can make two shows, but... I think you're just kicking the can down the road of this huge conflict. I, I agree. I mean, we joked about this a lot on the live stream, but it really does feel like this is a company that is just hoping it works out. Mm. And look, this is, the, this is the best situation we can be in at this point in time. CM Punk is back on the show. Andrade's back on the show. Miro is back on the show. We're, we're getting all of these chess pieces in place. I just really hope that... If I just let the chess pieces move themselves, <laughs> I'll get checkmate and everything will be fine. Reason will prevail. Uh, so on that that one Bill Phil thing we did, uh, like, where he called out, not called out, but made reference to, he made reference to counterfeit bucks in well, this that, industry. I don't think you have to say indirect or insinuated. That is a direct call out. He did it on purpose. Yeah. And what he said was, I am a star, the young bucks are not. Mm-hmm. I am worth money, the bucks are not. Ergo, everything I've been saying beforehand about the, the non-grown-ups and the you know, that, that stuff. Yeah. And he also had a line at the end where he says, you know, maybe I, I should apologize. Because there are people that want me to apologize for my actions last year. And he said, to, to those fans, I'm sorry that the only people softer than you are the wrestlers you like. The softest man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's injured twice last year. It's not even just that, but like he's got a fragile ego yeah, as, yeah. as CM Punk, and he's got the audacity to come out here and be like, "Your your favorite wrestlers are soft." <laughs> Have you seen you, CM Punk? Mm -hmm. So, like AW used to be that place you'd go to get away from. Uh, <laughs> try like do, wrestling's tribal enough as it is, and you know we're. Pete Tempest in the office. They don't like. They're done with this punk. They they, yeah. they would prefer it not happen. They don't like all the drama. I I was going to do a show yesterday uh, on the Wrestle Podcast. I was I was talking about doing a a, a bonus show uh, on a Friday show uh, with actually funny enough with the thumbnail we've got for today's show mm. of is he worth it because it was ahead of the ESPN article coming out and you had the reports from Fightful and Wade Keller about like what that could entail. And I thought, well, I'm not going to do it because I'm going to wait until the ESPN article comes out and I'm, and I'm glad that I did, really. But I was talking to my wife about it because I was working from home. She goes, who are you going to do the show with? And I said, well, Ollie can't do stuff on Fridays. Pete won't want to do it. And, uh, well, and Tempest won't want to do it either. And actually, I don't think anyone really wants <laughs> to do this show. Yeah. it's So So what Punk did there is, is directly antagonize those people who feel he acted poorly and I, I you know you can do the shots at the Bucks and the Elite and whatever I'm not a fan of that either but to 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 call not call out but patronize the people and intentionally offend the people who are more on their side I, I just don't think is in the spirit of reconciliation 
that that he should be coming back in. I do feel like everyone who watches AEW deserves an apology from Punk for how he acted at the media scrum. The brawl, separate thing. Don't care. Like, obviously, I do care about, but let's separate those two. For how he conducted himself as world champion in that media scrum, he should apologize to everyone who's a fan of AEW, yeah. regardless of what side they've since taken. Because in the ESP article, article, he said that he apologized to Tony Khan um, for that, but has not apologized to anyone else by, mm-hmm. by the sounds of it, including us. Not that I, not that I, I think I am owed an apology I from, uh, from CM Punk. Um, but it was a it was a a, a black eye mm. on on the on the company and not a good look. Um, yeah, I mean it's, it's not great. It's, it's the it's, it's the tricky thing of being a CM Punk fan mm-hmm. uh, in in twenty twenty three, which is that I mean, what I say in twenty twenty three, in any time period when CM Punk is wrestling, is like yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's the best promo and he's got this magical aura about him, but he's also a prick <laughs> and it's just <laughs> just two things that yeah. really make people angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's sort of the that's all of the the shooting, the shooting stuff. parts of it. Um, Unless of course it's all the work. So then, like, okay, is he worth it? Because you've got all that side. I'm like, oh, I really, really don't want any of it. Genuinely, it, it 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 saddens me. But then you've got, oh my god, you are effectively an uncrowned champion. You had my favorite singles feud of all time with MJF last year. He's the current champion. You are tied one apiece. And he, he, he sets that up in this promo. He says that, I, you know, he won that last match. He won that dog collar match against MJF. Yeah. Pushing us towards MJF versus CM Punk. I'm like, well, if that's the... Is he worth it? Yeah, <laughs> you've got that side of things, and it's marvelous. And which is the, the the second part of this promo. The first part of it is this sort of like business, business. I'm calling out the not calling out the bugs, but shooting on the mm-hmm. bugs. The PPU shooty work side of things, right? And then the other part of it is now, well, we're going into work and business. Like this is the the the, the wrestling portion of this now, where I am. He had this red bag. He never took whatever was in that red bag. What he said was in there was the thing that was taken from me last year that, should, that shouldn't have been taken from me um, because I never lost it. It alluded to the, the world title because he, the, it was stripped of him after a brawl out. Mm. And, and he said, and I didn't, I, I didn't get this because I deserved it. No, I earned this. I didn't, des- I didn't deserve it because of I had the best dog collar match in history. No, I won the best dog collar match in history. And he sees himself as the world champion. And yeah, like we said on the live stream, it feels like we're setting up Punk MJF as your main event of All Out. Which is enormously exciting. And then the other side of the is he worth, well, the the, pos, the, the yes, is he worth it side. The main event. So good. Trio's match, match. CMFTR, one of the more clunkily named uh, Trio's acts in existence. They tagged together against Samoa Joe and Bullet Club Gold of Jay White and Juice Robinson. Excuse me. Yeah, this was. I mean, I mean, this was brilliant. They they had like they went about twenty five minutes, half an hour. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel bad a little bit for uh, Jay White and Juice in this because this match was not really about them. Mm. You know, I I really thought they would do a moment in this when you have CM Punk standing across the ring from Jay White and. 
No, well, you just got a CM Punk hot tag where he was just taking out Jay White and Jay White was bumping and feeding mm -hmm. for him. This was all about Punk versus Joe. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I feel like that is a missed opportunity, actually. But Joe and Punk and Joe and Dax Harwood uh, in particular were, were, were fantastic. Were so great. Like, all the Joe Punk stuff, like the Joe Dax stuff was just awesomely badass. But Joe and Punk, there's so much history there. 20 years of it. And it felt really momentous. And, and it brought out the best in Joe. It did. Like it, We kept saying on the, on the live reactions that we just did then, like, this is the Joe that I've been missing. Like, and we had that Joe during the Derby feud. Actually, I feel like we've had that Joe since he went back to, when, since he went to AEW. It's just like, oh, that Joe still does exist. Mm -hmm. Because Joe was like my favorite guy yeah. in, in the mid 2000s, whether he was doing it in Ring of Honor or he was doing it in TNA. I just like, I loved Samoa Joe. Like, I have not bought a lot of wrestling merch in my lifetime, but I did buy Samoa Joe t shirts because I was like, he's the best. He's, mm -hmm. he's my guy. And then I was so excited for him to go to the WWE. But I always felt like, oh, that's not that's not the Joe that I fell in love with. And I just resigned myself to this. Like, oh, it's, he's older. Mm -hmm. It's broken down. He's got to change his style up a little bit more. And that's and that's fine. That happens with a lot of guys. Not everyone can do the same matches they were doing when they're twenties. Now that they're you know getting into their their late thirties and into their forties, he's got to learn how to work in the big leagues. And, and he's slowing down. I was like, well, this is fine. It's. It's an, a watered-down version of Samoa mm -hmm. Joe, but that's just what I have to live with now because that's the style of wrestler he is now. Then he goes to AEW and he's doing stuff with Ring of Honor now and he's doing stuff here and I was like, oh no, he's still there. Yeah. Joe, is, he's, he never left. He just went on sabbatical for a bit. <laughs> and now like my Samoa Joe is mm -hmm. back again and he was in full force in this. Like that, it was all during the picture-in-picture -picture ad break stuff for, for the Americans, but we got it like full in mm -hmm. on the fight feed. The chop sequence with Dax and like the the New Japan Ring of Honor style sequence they had was so good. Those first few chops on Punk when they touched, they, they were stiff chops. And that's that's it, isn't it? It's like with CM Punk to answer the question, is he worth it? You can't have the kayfabe without this shoot side of him. And back in the WWE days, I loved the shoot side of him because we just, you know, it was a crap product. We weren't, we, we found our enjoyment elsewhere. But now I'm actually very content with just the, the kayfabe side of AEW. I don't want there to be drama. I really enjoy the wrestling and the storytelling. But Punk still has this shoot stuff that irks him and he creates this backstage drama for himself. No, he could let go of some of these grievances. But the kayfabe stuff is is my favorite. When I look back on this this debut episode of Collision, it's not the promo I don't think I'm going to be talking about. It's mm. that main event, the wrestling yeah. in that yeah, main yeah. event, the Buddy Matthews-Andrade match. Oddly enough, not Luchasaurus winning the TNT title, <laughs> but, but certainly Christian Cage celebrating with it. You yeah. know, the awesomeness of Miro, Sky Blue being being brilliant. Like That's the sort of stuff, and I'm really enjoying the outcast. Mm. It's not going to be Punk's uh, Young Bucks jibe or him talking about David Zaslov. Mm -hmm. I think that it will be Joe versus Punk will be the thing that I remember. Yeah, and right. and actually the main event, you know, to talk about else in the match, Punk had the match lost because Joe got the Kikina clutch locked in. Jay White had Dax tied up in the ropes and Juice Robinson had Cash. Cash managed to escape from Juice Robinson, go and save Dax so Dax could go and save Punk. 
But they kind of put it over on commentary at the end of this match. FTR saved that for Punk. Because mm. Punk would have tapped out, would have passed out to the Kikina clutch. And Punk may have stood tall at the end, but without FTR, he probably would have lost. And that ties into Punk's promo at the start of the show, which is that like no one's met, no one's pinned or submitted me since I, you know, had didn't lose this belt. And I will hand that belt over to the person who can do that. Sets up a nice feud for Joe. Mm. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, should we see what everyone that thinks in the CMDMs, the Omega Chats, uh, resttalk.com forward slash support, send them in there and we'll read them out over five US dollars. Alma Alamak says, I'm going to give it a few weeks. Collision as a whole was great, but Punk does not seem worth the potential trouble. Makes for good news, though. Also, they can split the roster for Dynamite and Collision, but won't they have to be in the same building for pay-per-views? Yeah. Yeah. It's, or- it's not a tenor. It's not a sustainable situation and it happens literally next week with forbidden door if mm-hmm. if punk's on the show which i would probably wager he will be yeah no setup for anything for him for forbidden door yeah and the, the 
report was that it was going to be Punk versus Kenta, but Punk wasn't keen on doing the Kenta match, and by all accounts, neither was Kenta. So, um, great matchmaker Tony Khan may be, but probably check ahead of time there before you... you know, or maybe he didn't, and he got out. But yeah, Kenta's very vocal online mm-hmm. that he does not want to do that match. Um, can we get Pole up? Uh, is he worth it? Is Punk is worth, he worth it? it? Is he worth it, yes or no? Uh, Scotty Bosock says, don't get in live much, but been a Patreon for four years or so. Thank you so much. The WrestleTalk extra reviews get me through many drives. I would have joined earlier, but I'm a mod for a mutual oh. friend. Shout out to Queen of the Ring. Yeah. I'm just so happy that Ollie gets Kevin Kelly on AEW. That was... Um, that's actually the thing I'm most like happy about tonight. Yeah. And that entrance music. Yeah, with Elton John. I, I purposely held back mm-hmm. telling Ollie the commentary team for collision because i wanted to do it on stream so i could get your reaction for kevin Mm. kelly live i got a big comment from hannah allen here on my earlier comments because she chatted in the live reactions i missed the start of the show i just watched the promo i now strongly dislike punk like that promo made me angry and i'm not an angry person in modern society we give the voice to the wrong people and they abuse it i don't know punk the person and obviously I'd say that that's not just modern society. No. That's not a that's not a unique thing here. Uh I don't know Punk the person, and obviously I don't know the full story of what actually happened. Punk and people like him are dangerous because they understand the power and influence they have and they use it uh to fuel whatever delusion they might have. For the same reasons I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, lol. Calling himself the king and repeating, Tell me when I'm telling lies, bull S word. Fill your line and worst of all to yourself. No fan whatsoever. Not not a fan whatsoever. Loved everything else and love you guys. Jam that jam. So to clarify as well, I understand this is a character on a wrestling show. However, all the drama was real life and it has real life consequences. I wasn't expecting an apology. I also wasn't expecting this expletive. Call him fans soft. Expletive off junk. Yeah. I mean, uh, Hannah, not on side with, with CM Punk. In, oh, in, in all that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why... I'm I'm reserving my judgment on some of this punk promo to see what this future character is. If it is what I'm sort of like reading it to be, if it's not and it's just regular Phil, then I think a lot of this was misjudged. Salo, I give it six months before he throws another fit because something someone he didn't like cut the same promo other people did and used the fans to turn on AEW like he did at Brawl Out. This didn't solve the problem. It just rewarded the problem. Awesome show, though. That's, a, that's something we've raised in the, uh, in the live reactions where it does feel this is the, the show where a lot of the problem children have been placed. And it's hard not to feel like it's a reward for... Andrade, you had you you intentionally tried to get fired. Uh, Miro, you said you wouldn't lose to people. Punk, you publicly undermined the company and sort of significantly derailed it for a year. Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa, have your own show. Yeah, like someone in our in the live reactions, ultra chatted and say that it felt like the the detention kids. Mm. And as the Sultan, when watching Punk, it did feel like I was listening to a deranged man speak. It did feel like Homelander. <laughs> you guys are the real heroes. If he's a heel, great. But I don't know how much I really want real life to constantly be playing into this. Cody Menenga, member for 12 months. Punk and FTR being grumpy vets that are tired of having to work with children would be interesting. Who outside the elite would they feud with? House of Black. <laughs> Good be. Um... The acclaimed, the faction, the acclaimed, quite a lot of trios set up on mm. this show. 
Uh, Play Nice 101. CM Punk is an incredible talent and magnetic on the mic, but this whole situation just just does not sit right with me. He calls out our favourite wrestlers soft when he was the one who initially got offended by a throwaway <laughs> line from Hangman. Yes, I, yes. go on what I was saying earlier. Uh, Irik. First time Ultra Chat, I was in the building tonight for my first ever AEW event and the crowd was on fire. And that main event lived up to the hype. More Dax versus Joe, please. Book it, Tony. I want that Hashtag in the Owen. Jam that jam. I want that in the Owen Hart tournament. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yes, we will... Oh, did you just there's one, there's one? one more. Uh, Eternal Blue has been in Menberg for 24 months in a row. Says, two years. What a milestone to reach. I'm so damn happy. So proud to have watched the podcast channel grow so much. So two more years. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Uh, so the rest of the show, we won't dive into a great deal. Um, but we'll, we'll sort of recap and give a few thoughts. Uh, Luchasaurus versus Wardlow came after the Punk opening promo. I was more distracted by your first note there. Oh, yes. <laughs> so this is where we had some graphics pop up in the bottom left saying what was coming up later. Still to come, it said. Mm. But the choice of font that AEW have chosen for collision upper field graphics Uh the C is very, very similar to an O. It's a fine line that's breaking up that C from it being an O. So it just looked like still to oom. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, brought us a great deal of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the only thing I remember from this match is still to oom and the finish. I know because, I mean, the only other thing I can remember was Christian going under the ring for no reason. Yeah. I thought, oh, he's going under there to, to get a weapon or something, but... No, he just came back out and then he just he tried to trip Wardlow on the apron. He was being a, an 80s chicken S-word heel manager. But it's weird to do that with Christian Cage, who was literally wrestling Wardlow in a ladder match not three weeks ago. And it was just a bit of a middling match, unfortunately. Um, did, like Nothing really got me into it or was exciting. The big deal, though, is the end, where Christian wasn't interfering because he'd get his boy DQ'd. But uh, he was trying to distract Distracting. And then at the end, Wardlow is finally like shouting at Christian. Christian smashes a a camera, uh, not a big video one, but like a photography camera over Wardlow's head. And he falls back into a Luchasaurus pin. Luchasaurus wins the TNT Championship. Another dud reign for Wardlow. Oh, God, absolutely, yeah. But my my question was going to be, did Luchasaurus really win that belt? Because <laughs> Christian Cage was handed the belt and he celebrated like he'd won it. He got up onto the turnbuckle. He held it above his head. Luchasaurus sees this, walks over, puts Christian on his shoulders like he used to do with Jungle Boy. And Christian is like holding it above his head. Going, yeah. In his mind, he is the TNT champion. I like the idea of you could do christian having luchasaurus defend the like is having him defend the belt for him because he's not actually the champion Mm. or does he just get luchasaurus to lay down for him on dynamite so he can Mm. officially crown himself the tnt champion that would get him a lot of heel heat i wouldn't be against it no me neither uh i love how sincerely christian played this he wasn't like comedy celebrating like oh yeah i won the title when he hadn't 
it was it, like it seemed to mean so much to him. It was, it was yeah. great. It was a great performance from Christian. It was really good. And, and you're right. Uh, that is a, another dud run for Wardlow. But sometimes, Ollie, it's not about the runs. <laughs> it's just how many you have of them. I did have stomach problems today. Oh, yeah? Uh, so that, that rings true for me. <laughs> you liken it to Charlotte Flair with the women's title yeah. and Wardlow with the TNT. Too many runs. <laughs> uh, QTV announced Powerhouse Hobbs will be in the Owen Hart tournament. That's good. Uh, Andrade and Buddy Matthews then had a long match. Yeah. I want to say about 20 minutes. And it was a very steadily building match that meant when it kicked up a gear at the end, it was incredible because they'd done all this groundwork to sell Andrade's shoulder, I think, or maybe his sort of bicep. And because that's didn't he have surge, surgery? That's another they did, yes. Because, and they also did with Buddy because Buddy did this top rope meteora and he started selling his knee mm. where he has also had surgery. And great selling from Buddy, I thought. And they even had a spot in the ad break where both men were checked on by medical staff. And it, you know, I was like, is everyone okay here? I did step forward to be like, oh man, that, mm. that sucks. Like, this is, the, you know, the first big... It's Andrade's first match in forever. Like, it's, an, it's a buddy singles match, which we don't get enough of. It's on the brand new show. It's live, pal. Ah, oh, sucks that you got this injury here. But as soon as, like, two doctors were both looking at it, I was like, oh, mm. maybe this is... It's a work thing here. And eventually, both of them stood up and the fighting spirit took over them to finish this match. This was my match of the night. Mm. The crowd went like that spot. The crowd went crazy for them uh, because it was just such a well, well executed and well thought out idea. And then like we had some really other fun bits where uh, Buddy uses Rhea's submission and then Andrade reversed it into Charlotte's not just figure four, but the full on figure eight, which Buddy tapped him because he'd been working over that knee. Yeah, a really, really smart finish. And I love that Andrade finished with the figure eight um, mm. off the back of Buddy using the uh, his his partner submission. I loved this match. This match awesome. was so great. Uh, Andrade was definitely presented as a baby face throughout. He didn't come out with Jose. He didn't come out with any of no, uh, no Rouge, no Rose's. And they what happened so andrade <laughs> was trying to shake his hand he's trying to pick it. buddy up and shake his hand and the lights go out and when they come back on buddy is still in the ring brody king is standing behind andrade and malachi black is sitting in the corner malachi essentially just gives the instructions and they all beat the crap out of andrade seeing andrade and malachi in the ring together like really had those nxt yeah. uh feels I was like, get that man a trilby mm. and some <laughs> suspenders. So yeah, it looks like we're setting up House of Black versus LIF. LIF. What's what's oh, that? LFI. What's LFI? That's his group, right? Los Faccionos de Ingobernables. Ingobernables. Just say that to not say Ingobernables. Ingobernables. Really exciting. Really like great comeback from Andrade. Yeah, really. I, I can't wait for that. Oh, this match was. This would be the match I would tell people to go out of your way to check out. It was really, really great. It's one of those matches like, oh, yeah, Andrade should be a star. Mm -hmm. Like, he should be one of the top guys in this company. And Buddy, like, completely held his own. Awesome match. God. And if we're going to get Roosh going against Buddy, Matthews, and Malachi. I want Roosh and Brody King. 
<laughs> Bruce is going to beat him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony Nese then comes <laughs> out and cuts a promo on the crowd being overweight. And this was all just a way to set up. <laughs> I can't do the horn. <laughs> no? <laughs> Miro made his return as well after a long hiatus and redeemed the hell out of Tony Nese. I think Miro uh, really liked this match because he got to win. So <laughs> <laughs> that is that is creative that works for him, brother. Yeah, so Miro, what? Not much to... It was fun stuff. But Tony Nese, very fun mm. uh, heel. Smart Mark Sterling, very fun heel. Miro won with the game over. Then we have Willow and Sky Blue tagging against the outcast. Sky Blue, local girl from Chicago, had a mum at ringside just like she did at Dynamite. This was fun. This, this was, was a good match as well. Really, really enjoyed this. Yeah. I, you said this on the in the live reactions, but the outcasts have really come into their own mm. uh, as of late. Like this, now that they're a trio, like Ruby Soho feels so much more interesting. Tony Storm feels so much more yeah. interesting now, and they're they're really good together. And I think they're having they're really, great wrestlers. Great wrestlers. I think they're having really good matches. They can. They, it's got something they can sink their teeth mm. into, as opposed to just being two dimensional. We are good people. And it makes Willow Nightingale, who is just like pure babyface, just feel even more pure babyface, as does Sky Blue, because they're going up against these dastardly heels that are doing this mean girl's L on the forehead shtick and spraying people in the mm. face with like, you know, hairspray. Like they're the beautiful people in TNA. <laughs> and it's maybe that's why I like them so much, because they remind me of the beautiful people. You like the beautiful people for another reason, I think. What, what was the reason? The that entrance. Be? Oh, well, letting the pigeons no, look. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> letting that's the my butt go in. And I'm watching it back now with like Don West and Mike Tanero coming to go, whoa, whoa, guys. Asses. Asses. Thank you, cameraman. Oh, God. Uh, the, yeah, Willow had two great spots in this. One, she threw that canister into the crowd, uh, which was fun. The other one, she pounced Ruby Soho's <laughs> face into the guardrail. Was so awesome. Uh, Sky Blue picked up the win with the uh, the code blue after uh, Willow. Tony Storm was going to spray Sky Blue in the face with the the canister, and then Willow almost got forced it to spray into Ruby's face instead. Mm -hmm. Fun finish. I, I really really liked this match. I loved all four people in this. Yeah, uh, and I came to the realization that one of the reasons why Tony Storm looks so much more evil now is because she looks like Mangatu um, yeah. from. Zoolander. Yeah, it's uncanny. Yeah. Uh, then we got the acclaimed doing an in-ring promo, which Tony Schiavone was there to host. So Tony's the in-ring interviewer. There's no brand split for Schiavone. And <laughs> you don't get Saturdays off. Yeah. They just said, yeah, happy Father's Day to Daddy Ass. They're still going to go for the trio's titles. They're going to be on both Dynamite and Collision. So there was never any talk about a brand split. It's an internal brand splits but that you know like the, the commentators never said it no but then an act said don't worry everybody we're gonna be on collision no no that's not dynamite. that's not what they said they said that aew has previously stood for acclaimed every wednesday it now also stands for acclaimed every weekend they didn't say we are going to be on both dynamite what they mean is just like we're on both shows like we now there are now two shows that we're on they say every yeah, that's the E. That means they're on all the shows all the time. That's yeah. no brand split. No, it's not. It's not a brand split. It's not a Raw and SmackDown brand mm. split. There's an well, internal brand split. There's just not an external brand split that we see on TV. And that's of course you're paying attention, I guess. 
And then they did a fun four-way scissor, which Tony got involved in, and it was a lot of fun. It felt like uh, a lot of this show was setting up various different trios because you mm -hmm. had House of Black with Andrade to set up Andrade bringing in his little faction for trio stuff. The Acclaimed here doing some trio stuff. It was a trio's main event with CMFTR who've got their own merchandise. There's, there's you mm -hmm. know, four trio's yeah. teams right there. I'd tell them the actually, you could make Collision the home of the trios. Apart from that one notable one. Yeah, well, the varsity athletes uh, <laughs> might be really drafted to... Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, JAS. Yep. There's plenty to go around, I think. Just no more tag teams anymore. Not many <laughs> tag teams. Well, they're having a blind eliminator tour. <laughs> Whatever that is. Uh, overall, I, I thought it was a terrific show. Uh, Percentage-wise, I don't want to give it percentage-wise. Have you got your percentages to hand so you can kind of compare it to I'd others? I'd probably give it like an 85. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, in my basic bitch uh, out of five score, I'd have given this five out of five, mm -hmm. 100%. Like, I, I, I loved this episode. There was nothing on this episode that I didn't like. I thought Punk's promo, while I, it could be questionable in some places, it's magnetic. It's, it's like he's a captivating mm -hmm. presence that I could not take my eyes nor ears off of. Wardlow and uh, uh, Luchasaurus wasn't great, but it's a, a, a notable title change, and I really enjoyed the finish. I love the idea we're going with Christian mm -hmm. there. Tag match was great. Andrade Matthews was great. Yeah. Uh, Miro's in-ring squash was awesome, and that main event was superb. Like this, this was an episode that the didn't have a foot wrong, and Madden like insanely at the end of that Miro squash was the top of the hour. Mm. They got so much in that first hour, but nothing felt rushed. There was an incredibly well-paced show. Loved it. We've got the poll result for CM Punk. Is he worth it? Mm -hmm. Yes. 57%. No, 43%. Oh, that's still yeah. pretty split. Mm. We've had this as well on... Uh, the podcast in the past where we've asked people like you know do you want to see cm punk come back and it always does feel like it's a 50 50 yeah. split thankfully with there's two shows that have got a 50 50 split now it means and one of those sections is soft yeah well uh, s w a f t <laughs> swaft maybe that's what he meant <laughs> he was sending us another message He's talking to you again directly yeah. have shout outs uh, i was just checking to see if we do no we don't well we'll finish off with the remaining omega chats anas the sultan says it's been said before but at least punk isn't bigoted he just talked to the crowd about supporting trans youth and queer folk he is a good person but can be very annoying at times it, it could always be worse yeah, there's uh, a lot of people in Tottenham on uh, the <coughs> Twitter sphere. He had a someone had a sign that said um, "Protect um, LGBTQ mm. Youth," and he like I think they even brought him into the ring and stuff like him and the FCR because it's it's something that's very important to them. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm just Marcus says watching that punk promo felt like a kid throwing a fit in a promo form. He's an amazing wrestler and promo, but he has too much pride for his own good. And honestly, it just felt wrong. But everything else about tonight was pure fun. Jam that jam, boys. Jam that jam. And finally, Hannah Allen says, sorry, guys, I was upset if you couldn't tell. Lol, you've cheered me up. Uh, shout out to Patreon and the Rest Talk Extra monthly reviews on a run with the podcasts and rewatching old pay-per-views, old TNA pay-per-views in particular. 
so much fun and most are on youtube lots of love lots of love to you too hannah uh well hannah there's another one coming mm. uh in a couple of weeks time because the next episode of wrestle talk extra is myself and oliver davis reviewing tna slammiversary 2009 now i know what a lot of people will be thinking it's two king of the mountain matches i know a lot of you will be thinking sting versus matt morgan but really what everyone we wanted to talk about is raven and daphne versus abyss and taylor wilde in the first ever monsters ball tag match it's a match of the night and jeff jarrett's in the main event and jeff jarrett is in the main event jeff jarrett was featured on this show uh -huh. he got this big promo because he's got a match with mark briscoe in a concessions hut concession stand brawl concession stand brawl oh that's gonna be so much fun yeah. I'm talking about the pacing of this show. They had a, the sort of ma match card rundown of what's going up on Dynamite and Forbidden Door and stuff. And Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness just had time to go through it and show. They even showed a clip from Ring of Honor yeah. to promote a match that's happening on Dynamite, which Minoru Suzuki is a part of, <laughs> oddly. It was a well-produced show, definitely. But thank you very much for joining us here. Well, there is a, we need to check the oh, poll to find out what people thought. But I, I need to get up and do it on the other computer, so you bear with. He's ending the poll. I'm ending the poll. And the poll results are... I, ne I nearly ended the stream. 4% thumbs down. 14% in the middle. 80 thumbs up. Oh, well, that's very high. Not as high as some recent Dynamites, though. Not as recent as the, uh, Dynamite just this past The Wednesday, Wednesday one was brilliant. Uh, but yes, thanks very much for joining us and for all your lovely chats. I've been Ollie Davis. That's been Luca in DAD. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.